Hariyam. Continuing the topic of self-control, the first technique is delayed gratification, but we need to be able to move further so that we can avoid the temptation altogether and we can have the ability to sublimate the desire and to overcome the desire. And that's when we become true masters. So Pujagurudev Swami Chinmayan and the Jews to narrate a story of a father who had taken his son out and as they were walking around in this parade, they see a man with chains on his hands and chains on his feet and three or four soldiers nudging him along the crowd. And the son asks the father, you know, who is that and why have they tied him up? And the father said, well, the man's a criminal and the soldiers have restricted his movement and put the handcuffs and they're walking near him so that he doesn't cause any more danger to society. So the little boy registered whatever the father said and they continued to walk. And as they continued, they came across a parade. And in the parade, there was much, much fanfare and the roads were blocked and both sides were barricaded. And there was an entire army with the machinery, the foot soldiers, their horses, the tanks. And in the middle of it all was a big limousine with all the flags blowing and the trumpets blowing. The young boy who couldn't see anything, you know, asked for his father to put him on his shoulders. And so when he was sitting on his father's shoulders and he was watching the procession go by, he asked, so who's in the car? And the father said, the president's in the car. And he looked at the procession and he saw that the car is surrounded by foot soldiers then men on horses, then, you know, the army tanks. And he thought, wow, so many police to, to protect this, this one man. And he said, that must be the biggest criminal in the whole world. And the father quickly put the hand over the boy's mouth and said, no, shush. <laughs> and the distinction being that a criminal is in the custody of the police and has no control. Whereas the president, even though in the midst of all of these soldiers and police, has full control over them. And so here the idea of self-mastery or self-control is, we so often become a slave to desires and pleasures and comfort. We so often become a slave to passing fleeting emotions that come into our mind due to circumstances from outside. And the analogy given very often is a piece of wood in the ocean being tossed up and down by the waves. And we often feel like that. We often feel like that piece of wood in the ocean and the water throws us up and we're high and we're excited and we elevate it and we think life is good and it's great. And then we get sucked in by the back current and we have this low and we think, you know, we, it's stressed and depressed or pessimistic and, and hurt, wounded. And so in this way, we get tossed around by circumstances that come into our life. We get tossed around by things that people say to us, praises and insults, or post on Facebook pages and WhatsApps and forwards. And all of that creates us to go up and down within our own personality. But self-control is being rooted so that we're not so susceptible to things that are happening around us and we can maintain more balance and more equipoise. And even more, we can persevere to be able to attain success. And so innumerable stories 
of how self-control is necessary for any kind of success, whether it be art, ballet, music, the amount of hours that they practice their instruments or, or their voice or their body for gymnastics. Sportsmen, hours again, where they control their diet, they control their sleep, they control their exercise. And so they conserve their energy so that they're good at their sport. Even in terms of you see people working in hedge fund and banking and in in law firms, you know, they have to work till late at night and they sometimes have to skip meals and they have to be there at the meeting, attentive. The amount of self-control in terms of managing sleep, managing food, managing time, not socializing, not being wasteful, any, any art form. And so to be successful, invariably, some amount of self-control is needed. And so how? How to be able to gain this? So the first thing is to be able to use our discrimination and to hold on to the higher in order to let go of the lower, to be able to overcome desires that are more fleeting and superficial. We need to hold on to values or desires for the higher. And again, Gurudev would give an example of a monkey in the village realizing that a pot is filled with peanuts. And so he puts his hand in, and the neck of the pot is narrow, and so the hand can go in. And he grabs her hold of a whole bunch of peanuts and then tries to take his hand out. But now the neck of the pot is thin, and the fist of his hand can't come out. And so fighting with the pot for his hand to come out, and it won't. He wants the peanuts, but he can't get his hand out. And if he wants to get his hand out, he has to let go of the peanuts. And so the confusion within of what to do, but eventually he'll have to let go of the peanuts for he'll value his freedom far more. So here too, when we find something we value more, we're able to let go of the lower. And you see this in terms of food and health. You see this in terms of profession, ambition, stability of the, in the workforce. We see it in terms of exercising and in terms of our spiritual sadhana. When we appreciate that I want peace of mind more than I want to be right in a situation or I want to make my point in a situation, I can let go of fighting and arguing and repeatedly addressing the same issue. When I want to have more devotion to the Lord, then I make more effort to do my japa, to do my puja. When I want to have better understanding of the scriptures so that I can manage my mind, then I'll make the time and I'll make the effort to attend the study classes and to read and to be able to consistently read the commentaries of the scriptures so that I can understand. So the way to get self-control is through desire because only what we desire, we work towards. Only when there's desire do we have the motivation to be able to do. So if you see people who desire to be thin, then how much self-control with regards to food and I remember when someone said to me, while eating, I said, you know, I enjoy food too much. You know, I wouldn't be able to do what you're doing. And she said, oh, I enjoy food too. I just enjoy being thin more. So whichever desire is stronger, that's the desire that wins. 
And so with us too, if we desire the lower temptations that are fleeting, and of course we enjoy them in that moment, there's pleasure, but it doesn't help us to build, to become something better, or to accomplish something better. Whereas if the desire for the higher goal is stronger, then we can let go of the lower goal. And so you see it in parenting all the time. A woman who falls pregnant is able to give up smoking. A woman who falls pregnant suddenly becomes very aware and alert of what kind of television shows she is watching because she knows that's affecting the baby. So the minute there's something higher to hold on to, we're able to let go of what's lower in our thinking and in terms of the amount of fulfillment we get from it. So here, it's reminding ourselves. So we'll know that health is higher than that fleeting moment of eating something, that exercise is higher because it's going to improve my health than being a couch potato and watching a TV show. So it's not that we don't intellectually know, it's remembering at that point of time. And so even though it sounds like a, an unusual thing to do, we have to talk ourselves through it. Sometimes we have to actually tell ourselves all the reasons why we need to do this. So I remember someone who had to wake up early every morning before going to bed would write down all the benefits to waking up early and then go to sleep so that the first thing in the morning she would remember each of those benefits and give her ammunition to not press the snooze button but to actually get out of bed. So we have to convince ourselves and in order to convince ourselves we need good understanding of why it is that the goal we're working for is higher and so we can have the self-control to not do the lower. So what is it that we desire the most? What is it that we are giving in to? Where is it that we fall short? Where is it that we say, I know I shouldn't, but, and I still go ahead and do it? Then we know within us which desire is stronger. Think about it. For more information on Chinmaya Mission, visit our website, chinmayamission.com. For all the young adults out there, to know about our upcoming activities at the nearest Chinmaya Mission Center, visit us at chinmayayuvakendra.org. And for all our parents and teachers listening, please visit chinmayakids.org for an interactive experience of spirituality on a digital platform. Spellings of the website are provided in the description field of the podcast.